Good morning. My name is Peter Rosenbaum, and I have the pleasure of doing a brief podcast this morning to tell you about the F-words in childhood disability uh, in relation to the editorial in the February 2022 issue of Developmental Medicine. This was an invited uh, editorial to uh, recognize the 10th anniversary of the publication of the F-words paper. In order to keep my focus and to share some particular ideas with you, I'm going to share my screen and use a few slides just to illustrate the points I want to make. I think the first thing to say is that the uh, events that have transpired since the F-Words paper was published in uh, the summer of 2012 uh, have uh, astonished us beyond all measure. And what I want to do is to show you some lessons that we share with you, some lessons we've learned uh, about the, uh, the F-Words paper and the F-Words concepts. The original paper was written by my colleague and friend, Jan Willem Horter and myself, and it was prepared in the summer of 2011 for a talk that I had been invited to give in Durham in the UK. And this was a talk to both service providers and families of children with impairments. The background was that we had been very much compelled by the uh, International Classification of Functioning Health and Disability from the World Health Organization. We felt that this biopsychosocial framework was particularly useful because it allowed us to bring together our interests in uh, the biomedical, the social, and the psychological. And in the paper that we wrote, we presented this uh, F-words adaptation of the ICF. Uh, and you'll see that it brings together the concepts we were interested in, but it's kind of boring. And I'm gonna go on to explain what I mean in a minute. What we wanted to do with the F words was simply to challenge people to think about what we could focus on in working with kids with impairments uh, with respect to body structure and function where we emphasize fitness and we now include mental health as well as physical fitness. When we came to activity, we use the word function, although the World Health Organization uses the word functioning, which is a much more active word. The World Health Organization on the right talks about uh, participation, and we ide identified friendships as a way to illustrate this, particularly for children. The personal factors on the bottom right, we called fun because we felt that we should be aware of what is interesting and fun for children and allow them to tell us how we could work with them. And finally, the environmental factors uh, were uh, for us most obviously family. And none of these words is meant to be the only concept that is illustrated, but these five F words, fitness, function, friends, fun, and family, to us brought the ICF to life in a way that we hoped would be useful. Now, soon after the paper was published, we had this um, 
material sent to us by a parent, interestingly, a parent in the United Kingdom who had heard about the F words paper, uh, actually had, had written to me about her son and the value of a walker or a wheelchair compared to physical therapy. And I wrote her back and sent her a copy of the paper. It just said, here's some ways we're thinking about things. And literally within two or three weeks, she sent us back her F words agreement. And this was her way of bringing these concepts to life for her son, who at that time was age seven or so. And we really liked this and with her permission, put this into uh, the framework that you see on the screen. And this is a comment from another parent. To me, the agreement represents an informal but serious pact between the child and whoever they rely on for support. And this was reinforcing for us because it, it told us that these ideas could, first of all, be adapted as Diane Kay had done. And second of all, that other parents would find these interesting. Then we began to be happily deluged by adaptations of the F words ideas. And this particular one created uh, by a therapist uh, and shared as all the other things are by, uh, with agreement of the people who've developed them. This is an F words profile. So this, as you see, allows you to describe the child with a photograph, uh, a little bit about where they live, how old they are and so on and their identification or the parents' identification of what it is that they like to do with respect to function, family, fitness, fun, friends. And we had added future, and I'll show you that in a minute. So here we have people resonating with these ideas and doing things that allow us to bring these ideas to life allow us because with their permission, these materials are posted on our website and are all downloadable, they're all free. Uh, so in advertising them, I am obviously interested in sharing them, but there is no profit motive here. And this is another uh, comment from a parent who says, you will gather information from reports, testing and individual educational plan goals. And this will give you an invaluable insight into my son's needs. For a fuller picture of my awesome child, however, I would like to present you with the following document from my child about my child. And the key idea here is that we are now focusing on what people can do rather than what they cannot do. And I think this is what uh, this parent is saying uh, so clearly. What we have come to in the last while is this integrated ICF framework and F words. And I think it's very important that people recognize and talk about the ICF and F words together, because this is not an arbitrary collection of F words. This is an effort with particular F words to bring the international classification of functioning framework to life. We claim uh, uh, the uh, creation of the F-words ideas, but they are clearly stimulated very powerfully by the World Health Organization. And so now you see that we have the ICF framework in these smaller boxes, body structure and function, activity, participation, and so on. And in the larger boxes, we have the words, a brief account of what we mean by 
fitness functioning friends and so on. And we have graphics. Now these graphics, as you'll see in the next slide, have been adapted and continue to be adapted so that not only are, is there a translation of the words into other languages, now well over 30, getting on for 40 languages. But also people are increasingly translating or representing the graphical ideas as well. Now I added, we added, sorry, the, the word future at the bottom, although it is not part of the ICF. We added that because we thought it was important for people to recognize that when we're talking about children, and families, we're constantly uh, uh, interested in change, in development, in uh, advancing through the childhood years into the adult years. Uh, this is one example of a translation, and I'm embarrassed to say I don't remember which language this is, uh, but this, like the others I've showed you, are all on the website and all downloadable. And now you see not only uh, are the ICF uh, words there in blue at the top, uh, and, but now you have graphic representations of uh, children uh, who look, and families who look like the people who speak this particular language. So the message for, from us uh, is that there is an afterlife to an idea. And I say that because many years ago, I had the pleasure of hearing and meeting Jonathan Miller, the famous uh, English uh, theater director who happened to be a doctor as well, but was much more known for his work in the theater. And he had given a talk called The Afterlife of Plays. And his point was that when a play is first performed, that's the original uh, depiction of that play but that subsequent versions can never be exactly the same as the first. And I think the analogy here is that after we've done something, in this case, written a paper and created a short graphic about an idea, we see that other people and we as well adapt, develop, and advance these ideas. And 10 years on, we've had an astonishing journey, which continues unabated, with the uh, adaptation, interpretation, uptake, translation of these ideas. And this is very uh, exciting, very flattering. We keep learning about things that we hadn't imagined. And so this is a collaborative effort by colleagues all over the world who generously share their ideas with us. And just in case you think this has to be done by adults, this is a, a set of F words drawings done by a seven year old girl and shared with me by one of my colleagues. And here you see uh, this girl able to draw her uh, representation of her ideas. Fitness for her is skipping. Function is talking to a friend. Friendship is being in her friend's room. Family involves her mother, her father with a beard, a sibling, a dog, uh, and herself. She's playing at a friend's house, which is what's fun for her. And in future, her idea is to be on a boat on the ocean, being a mom to a baby with a baby in her belly, and she's holding a sunshine balloon. And what this set of drawings does, in addition to being incredibly poignant, is it gives us an insight into this girl's uh, mind, into what's important for her. 
And I will point out that three of the six pictures refer to the word friend. Function is talking to a friend, being in a friend's room, and playing at a friend's house. And so this way of approaching children, and, and youth for that matter, uh, allows us to find out who they are as people, what's important to them, as distinct from identifying their issues, which is also important. Finally, I want to say that we have had the privilege of giving literally hundreds of workshops and talks. And these are some of the things that people have raised with us. Um, and we want to make sure that people understand that this is not an assessment. It is not an assessment. There's no scoring. It is a profile. It is a way of getting parents and young people to tell us about themselves. This is not an argument against therapies or against professionals. It is rather uh, a way of capturing the voices and the roles of parents, emphasizing parents' values and goals. And of course, we strongly all, I think, in, uh, and endorse the idea of family-centered service. It is a way of seeing the child in the context of their family and their environments. And finally, it changes the dynamics between parents and professionals. And the proof of the pudding, in a way, is that these ideas have been used, taught, presented, uptaken by parents around the world, and seem to be uh, a way that families can present their child and themselves in a light that is focused on can do rather than cannot do. So in summary, uh, the messages I would uh, give are that uh, when you do something, uh, follow it up, uh, see what happened to it, learn from it, uh, share it, uh, and uh, you can have a most remarkable journey as we have had and as we are on. So I owe a great debt of gratitude to my colleague, Jan Willem, and now to a group of colleagues who are undertaking uh, these ideas and the evaluation of these ideas uh, with funded research. Um, not something we plan to do, but the journey continues. Thank you very much.